Welcome to Punk Frockers, a community sewing podcast brought to you by Jenny Hassler and Beverly Baptiste. Good morning, Beverly. How are you? I'm doing so good. How are you, Jenny? I am doing pretty well. I I'm in my sewing room and noticing the absence of my mirror because it fell and shattered yesterday. Oh, no. Which I think is the sign of a cheap mirror because it shattered instead of sort of safety glassing itself together. What are you going to do for the next seven years to protect yourself? I am so concerned about this. I mentioned it to my husband and he's like, does that mean I'm retiring to Mexico by myself because you won't (laughs) be able to join me for seven years? And I said, no, my bad luck is your bad luck. (laughs) We are a couple. (laughs) It hit my leg as it was headed down and left me with some cuts. So my hope is that was the bad luck. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like it's all like blood, blood fed the bad luck. And now there will be no more. That's my plan. Okay. Um, But I am wearing slippers definitely all the time from now on in this room because glass shatters into tiny little shardy shards. And I don't want to have to deal with that. I mean, I did sweep and then I made my husband sweep in case I didn't sweep enough. Yeah, because you do have those little furry animals that don't have slippers. Yeah, yeah, I'm concerned, but we did it. We think we did a good job, but, you know, anyway, it was very, very exciting. But I miss my mirror already. I've got to get another one because how else am I going to take sewing sneak peek photos? (laughs) Yeah, you need that. So, yeah, well, it's a new month. Yes, and we have a new, two new sponsors. <laughs> we do indeed. Um, this and, month our sponsor is Club DIBY. Yes, and that means do it better yourself. That's what DIBY stands for. And there are loads of uh, great patterns on their website. I So one of the ones that I spotted was the Anna button-up skirt. Now, this is very similar to a pattern that I own from before we did this podcast from a that has not been increased in size. So I'm so happy about this. It goes up to a 67 inch hip and it's a woven pattern button up skirt. I love it. And um, really, really nice. Yeah. The other thing that I think is notable about them is that they have a bunch of free patterns. Yeah, they do. So if you're interested in checking it out and not ready to commit to a a paid pattern, there's an opportunity to sew um, a skirt, a number of sort of hooded wraps, and uh, a really great t-shirt as an advance item, in addition to many of the free patterns being aimed at kids. So there's some opportunity there to learn more about the pattern instructions and how you feel about how the garment comes together, which is a neat thing to get to do, but it's also a really great resource. So neat. We appreciate it. In addition, we have one more sponsor this month. So Club Dibby is letting us give away one pattern a week. So we're going to be doing giveaways all through March. But on top of that, what we've got is So Explicit, which is a new to me pattern company, though it is not a new company, has just released their first pattern in their extended sizing block. And that pattern is the Eve dress. This is meant for a stable knit 
or four wovens. And for the stable, they're looking at like a Ponte de Roma or a scuba, something like that. And it's a dress that has a semi-fitted skirt with darting in the front and the back. And the front can also have some pleats that go the wrong direction. They're sideways pleats. So there's a front center panel that has three little pleats that are decorative up and down on the center panel. And then there's a waistband and a fitted bodice. But the thing that's really killer about the bodice is the sleeves. You would hate this, Beverly, but it is amazing. I want to make it and stretch denim because, oh my God, these sleeves. So the sleeves also are pleated from top to bottom, except it's not all the way down. It's like three or four pleats from the cap of the shoulder to midway down the shoulder. And once you've pleated them like that, if you iron them and pop them out when you put the dress on, they kind of stick out. They remind me of Grace Jones in the 80s. Like they're oh yeah, they're really, really awesome, awesome, awesome sh- sleeves. And this one's been released in larger sizes, which I really, really appreciate. So how far does that pattern go up then? 67 inch hip. That's great. That's great. So it's a good, good size range. And I I just love it. I thought it was super cute. I made one out of a ponte that I already had on hand from Taylor Hart Fabrics, but I want to make it out of a bright red in something. And if I could, my ideal universe, I would find a muted red that was denim, stretch denim, but I haven't found that yet. So I'm going to do a stretch denim version. I'm going to do a red version out of a ponte or a scuba. And then I may stop for a little bit because I think this is going to be the kind of statement dress you can't wear weekly. (laughs) Like those (laughs) sleeves are too amazing for that. But the other thing is that it's also you can make a skirt with a shirt with a peplum. That's the other part of the design. Mm And of course, I'm immediately thinking, well, if I just left the peplum off and just hemmed it or put an elastic at the bottom of it, I could wear it with those statement sleeves under my overalls (laughs) because everything has to go under overalls right now. (laughs) (laughs) So that's that's one that's coming up. And that really leads us into what I've made recently, because that was one of the things I made. Okay. Was this specific dress. And I'm I'm so pleased with it. Oh, I apologize. I said 67. It's 63. That's a typo. Um, my apologies. But that one was amazing. I was very happy with it. My other two are roundup dresses. They're 59.5 inch hips, so they round to a 60. And they're both Lotos by True Bias, which I also had made last week. This time I've made them in woven fabrics. I made one out of a bark cloth from Charlie Harper. I usually pick up my Charlie Harper broad um, bark cloths from Simplify Fabrics. And I love this one. It's a pale blue overall, and it's got what I think of as sort of Noah's Ark animals. It's like stacked animals in a in a design shape. It's not an all over print. It's a, it's an interesting way of doing it, but I thought it looked really cute in this dress. I tried to center it in a way that would make it, you know, work given that it's a medallion sort of print. I I Um, love that dress that I really, really, I think it looks fantastic on you and it's also a great print. Yeah. I was so happy with it. And I was happy enough that I immediately grabbed my, I'm going to say 12 ounce denim. I mean, this was some heavyweight denim and made a denim version of it. Now the denim I picked up at Joann's, it was one of those bolt ends that was on sale, super cheap, but it's, it's a dark, dark blue, non-stretch, heavy denim, 10 to 12 ounces. It's a good weight. 
Um, and I love it too. Um, I haven't gotten those pictures up on Instagram yet. Those are coming out today because I finished it up yesterday and, and I really like it. Um, I think I'm going to go back and do the gold top stitching on top of it. Like you would, if it was a denim mm. pant, yeah. because because I didn't, I was, I was lazy and fast and I just used the dark blue thread for my top mm -hmm. stitching, but I think it would look really cute if it had the top stitching you'd associate with jeans. So I have a question about that. You say it's a non-stretched denim. Did you make any adjustments to the pattern for that? Here's the wild part. When I made the bark cloth one, I got chicken as I was cutting it out. And so it's cut on the fold front and back. So I, I, basically held it steady at the neckline and I rotated out two inches at the seam line on the bark cloth one, two to three inches on the seam line, which means I got an additional eight to 12 inches right on my, down at my, my knees, um, which means the hips were wider. And when I finished it, I thought, oh, that's actually, it, it didn't need that much extra ease. It was more than I meant to. It looks great, but it was more than I needed. So on my next one, the denim one, I did not, I did nothing. I cut it exactly the same as I had for the knit one I made last time in the last episode that I described. I, and, and there's plenty of ease. It's perfectly fine. Great. Even though this was a very non like a very non-stretch fabric. <laughs> and so on my future ones, I don't plan to pivot. I plan to make them exactly as designed for my body size. Now, the pattern is intended for stable knits or woven. So it, in theory, already had that ease built in. I just got chicken because I know I have a big ass. <laughs> I was afraid it didn't really mean it. <laughs> Yeah, well, and also I think that it said a stretch woven in the instructions. Oh, yeah, I didn't so. read the instructions. You know that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's not, it, it was perfect. It's got enough okay, ease built in know. that it wasn't a problem. And when I sat down, it didn't, sausage casing, right? Which is the okay. other the other yeah. fear when it's a non-stretch is that you're going to be in a situation where you're like, okay, so there's definitely not enough room for the belly. And it was fine. Everything was fine. Love it so much. And it's, it's a little shorter than I normally wear, but because it's so close fitting by the time it hits your knees, which is not tight, it's not touching, but because it pulls in the cocoon shape of it pulls in towards your knee. I'm not flashing my business all over the place. Wind isn't going to make a difference there, but it can be cut a little bit short, which means my thigh tattoos do show. You can see a little bit of them and be like, oh, I see what's happening there. And it's, <laughs> I like it. That's great. That's awesome. I made uh, a, a t-shirt and a dress and neither one of them I can talk about here because I purchased these patterns before we changed our standards and neither one of them qualifies. So, um, but what I have next up is a pair of Casicha uh, pants, another pair. Last week I talked about the pair I've already made and um, I am getting ready to go back into my uh, So Liberated Creative Hinterland class, which I have been haven't been in since December. So I'm ready oh, to go wow. back and do some, I've, I've only completed the first half of the class and I'd, I'm interested to go back into it and uh, complete that. It's hard though, you know, new patterns come out and you get, yeah. you get distracted. So I've got to kind of, you know, push my way back into it. I think. I, I agree. I've got, I've got stuff coming up that I'm, that I'm really looking forward to making that can make it hard for me to stay focused on some things I'm also trying to do. Um, so yeah, I, I definitely hear you on that. Um, so, <clears throat> so what new patterns are coming up that you haven't actually made and taken beautiful photographs of yet? <laughs> um, 
So the first one I'm going to talk about is the Grainline Studio Town Bag. This was a design from the Fringe Supply Company, and Grainline Studios produced it as a pattern. And it is a great everyday purse or a do-it-all project bag. It's pretty big project bag. It's big enough to fit some of their other bags that they have inside. And um, they have it shown in a lovely burgundy with a, a natural colored strap on it. And they have a bunch of yarn in it. I think it'd make a great project bag for a big, you could fit sweater yeah. sweater project in there. And they are selling, you can buy the fabric and notions kit that has everything you need to make it. You can buy just a notion kit, just rivets, or just buy the pattern and make it, you know, get it all yourself. I, but I, I like that. I, it, it looks like a fun, nice, fun project. It does. I've got to get through this Sandhill sling before I'll know whether or not I ever want to make another bag. <laughs> um, and I'm probably going to take your advice from our last episode and buy myself a kit where some of the pieces come pre-cut because that really is the challenge for me. It's weird. It's been so long since I cut out a quilt. Like a lot of my quilts lately have been made from pre-cut pieces that you buy mm -hmm. as part of a collection. And it's been so long since I've had to use my quilting rulers to cut precise pieces that mm. I'm stumbling over it. I'm, <laughs> it's, it's wild. Normally this would have been like back years ago would have been in my wheelhouse, but now it's feeling, it's feeling stretchy to have to do it without a paper pattern. Anyway, I do love that the Friday Pattern Company has finally updated their Avenir jumpsuit. Yeah, this that's awesome. One, yeah, it's finally going all the way up to the 63-inch hip. I bought a paper copy of this years ago, and I used some incredibly precious to me fabric to make it, believing that I would fit within the ease and it would be fine. And I, I was so disappointed. I literally never wore that version outside of the house. It was made in a rainbow um, plaid seersucker, and I loved it. I loved the fabric so much. I actually ended up making two different things out of the bones of this garment where I adjusted it to make one kind of dress. And then I was like, cause I just made it into an Avenir dress. I put the legs together and then it was a I dress. Did. And then I took that and cut it apart and made it into a trillium by made by Ray. Okay. And I finally had one I was happy with. I kept for a while, but I was so disappointed by this jumpsuit but I'm excited that it's out again. And they did post that if you've already purchased it, if you can provide evidence, you can get a PDF copy. So yeah. I've sent a picture of me looking unhappy in my jumpsuit and a picture of the pattern itself to see whether they'll send me the PDF or want <laughs> to buy it again. Because I didn't buy it from them. I bought it from a shop. I found it at a shop sure. and I purchased it. Um, and I was, uh, if you click through to the show notes, you can see how clearly unhappy I was with this pattern because I do not look... I do not look cheerful. <laughs> no. So let's let's describe the pattern for people. Oh, that's um, a good idea. <laughs> it, it's supposed to be an easy to sew jumpsuit with billowy sleeves and wide legs. Um, they say it's almost as comfortable as pajamas, but still styling enough to wear with, to dinner with friends. Elastic gathers the neck and waistline for a comfortable, easy fit. The pattern includes options for long sleeves gathered with elastic or short sleeves. And one thing I want to note, um, Friday Pattern Company always gives a portion of their proceeds to charity. And this one, 5% goes to um, the charity called Against Malaria, which is a fantastic charity. So. so this one, the intent is that 
you pull open the neckline wide enough to step into the jumpsuit. Oh, wow. That's how you get in it. it to me, this is a perfect one. So if I'm going to make it again, Beverly, and you have to hold me to this, I need to make it in like a slate gray chambray and um, a piece or embroider onto it, pieces that look like shark teeth and some <laughs> eyeballs so that it can look like I'm stepping into a shark's mouth when I put it on because I think it would be perfect. But that is the intent here as you're doing that. And you can wear it on the shoulder or off the shoulder. I've seen a number of people styling it completely off the shoulder. Ah. So there's there there are ways that this can be fancied up, basically. It'd be really easy to. I could imagine using some of that sort of lame, not lame, the, the, the silver stretchy stuff. Yeah. They sell the ones that look like sequins, but aren't sequins, but it's stretch. Mm -hmm. I could imagine that being really cute in this for like discoing, which I know isn't what they call it, but clubbing, it'd be really fun. Or like um, if you had uh, stretch velvet, I think would be really nice. Oh, absolutely stunning in a stretch velvet. So I, I really love this. I think there's so much potential here. I just... I was, I was so, well, you know, I was sad if I took a garment and remade it twice to try and use the fabric. It was one of those rare occasions where I used precious fabric and regretted it so much because by the time I realized it wasn't going to work, I could no longer acquire the fabric. It was sold out everywhere I could find it. So I'm excited by this. I'm hoping that I can get a copy because if I can, I'll make it again. If I can't, I don't know if I will. Honestly, yeah. I think it's one of those where I'm not sure I'm committed enough to go out and buy it again, but I oh, love I the idea it of making a shark <laughs> shark outfit out of it. Mm-hmm. So, because that's, that's just cool. who I am. <laughs> so the next one is the Bridget T by Pattern Scout. It's available up to a 60 inch hip and they come with B, C and D cup options. Nice. And this is a cool little uh t-shirt i think one of the reasons i wanted to show this is i think this would look really good under something it has a square neckline and it's a form-fitted tee it's you know really um you're gonna need some stretch fabric on this i think i like that because a fitted tee does work really well under a pinafore and other other types of dresses um the narrow strap slip dresses would look great with something like this under it and I, I, like I think it's interesting that the, the construction on it's interesting, it makes a square neckline by having separate pieces for the top, um, like the, the bottom yeah. um, is it like the bottom part is a separate piece. Then yeah, the, the, the square is created by having two separate columns coming up from the side, covering presumably bra straps. Yeah. Yeah. You know. I agree. That is a different a different way of doing it. I've most often seen it where it's cut as one piece and there's a facing that you have to fiddle with to get to get that. And I would assume there's still a facing involved in this, but yeah, I think so. Okay, like the, the next one, I I think you might be interested in. So <laughs> many something has the Ferdy dungarees, and they come up to a 64 inch hip. And they are relaxed, wide leg fit with deep patch pockets. And there's a few different versions. One is wide leg with patch pockets and tie fastenings. One is wide leg with patch pockets and open button fastenings. And the third one has concealed button fastenings. And um, I hadn't, I don't know this pattern company. Do you know them? 
I did not. I, I will say that the tie fastening one looks very much like the Copper Union overalls that I've purchased previously oh, that are a very cool. size expansive, ready to wear company. So if you're one of our rare listeners who doesn't sew but loves these overalls, check out Copper Union. Um, I think it's a really similar shape and design and I, I like it. Yeah, they seem to be, um, the sides of them go low, looks like. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. that looks like it'd be comfortable. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Now this next one, I'm I'm so sad that I missed the call for testing the size expansion on this one. This is Jennifer Lauren Handmaid's Ferris jumpsuit and play suit. And it has been expanded to a 63-inch hip. And as with most of her patterns, it's an A to F cup, which is really what? nice. That it's is wonderful really to nice. have that, that level of um, opportunity there. I really love the play suit on this one. I am looking to figure out what I'm going to make my summer jumpsuits out of. And this looks like um, a possible winner there. It's buttoned to the waistline. And then from the waist down, it is either a drawstring all the way around or an elastic with a drawstring. And without reading more, I wouldn't know which. <laughs> yeah, it um, it has this nice slash pockets on the side too um, that lay flat. And um, I, I really like the style on this. I'm not that much of a jumpsuit person, but I kind of, I think I might, I might do this one. I really like the neckline on it too. It's got just grown on sleeves, but the neckline, um, it, it comes down to like, like as if it was a call, like a, I don't know. I like that. Neck. What do you Yeah. And that? it's a nice gentle, it's not a V it is a V, but it's like a sloping V, a curved yeah. V that mm -hmm. might have a camp collar on it or, or something similar. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I really do like this one. I, I think this one is, I'm, I, yeah, I expect that I'm going to, going to buy this and end up making it um, because I think it's super duper cute and I'd like to do it in a linen. I think, I think that would be the right answer. Yeah. And I probably do snaps instead of buttons on the front, but, but I could do buttons. Yeah. Either one would look really good with this. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. The next one. I'm interested to see what you think of this. This is the Closet Core Jude Jeans. And these are boot cut or flare. And they had written that boot cuts are back in fashion. And so I went and Googled that because I really wasn't sure about that. And it's true. Apparently, boot cut jeans are back in fashion. So um, <laughs> as if I care what's in fashion. But I think... I used to love to wear bootcut jeans. So I really like these. I think, I think I might make them. And I do like closet cores. Um, they're, they're whatever they make for their pants seems to fit me well. Um, but you can, you can choose There's a few different choices on this. You can get a classic five pocket style, or you could get these like patch pocket style. I like the five pocket style better than the patch pockets in the front. I don't really like front patch pockets. I've been really enjoying patch pockets, but I think it's partly because I'm really enjoying, um, yeah, I'm enjoying the top stitching on them. I'm I'm just mm -hmm. enjoying making them really, really accurately, and for whatever reason, I'm 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 loving that. So, um, so I don't know which one I would prefer, truthfully, you know. Okay. But I love that they come up to a thirty, uh, sorry, a sixty-three <laughs> inch hip. I think that's a really positive thing. I. Love the idea. I'm not sure I'm ever going to be a jeans person. I want to be. Yeah. 
you know, and I made my noises and they're very nice. Although right now I'd need to take the waistband off and, and kind of fiddle with them a little bit, fix the darts in the back and so forth. Cause it's, I've just, my proportion has changed a, a little. <laughs> I've got less of a 40 degree angle between my waist and my hips <laughs> now. And so I need to do some fiddling with them if I'm going to wear them. I think that's part of why I'm loving overalls because they tend not to be quite so fitted right there. That's true. So I do find um, a lot of times though with with jeans that are made from stretch fabric, you can kind of get away with a little bit of difference in the fit too. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And I haven't made any jeans out of a stretch fabric yet. That's brand Mm. new for me. So um, interesting. I like them. That seems to sort of be leading us in a direction. It feels like there've been a couple of the new patterns that I don't know, involved. I'm going to just go with leg cages. Uh, Tell me more, Beverly. Tell me more. (laughs) So imagine my surprise when Jenny suggests how about for March we do PF leg cages? Uh, Denny notoriously loves making pants, and uh, but we are going to do a pants month. Um, so what qualifies here? Like anything. So if it covers your legs <laughs> in a cage, which would be pants, shorts, leggings, culottes, jumpsuits that have legs of any sort, which really just means jumpsuits that don't snap below your crotch, um, leg warmers. <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb and say that if you sewed up, you know, socks, those would also count. They're just <laughs> caging you from a different direction. Yeah. Um, I, I think you can, you can make a big argument for almost anything. Pajama pants, even. Bloomers. <laughs> yeah. Maybe even boxers. Absolutely. Those go down on yeah. your legs. Yeah. I'm not going to argue about that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I love the idea because it is, it's obviously, it's not on brand for me in any way, but I've been, I've been sewing a lot of over, overalls lately. I've sewn a couple of jumpsuits lately. I'm really intrigued by this. It's been a long time since I've felt comfortable in pants. Yeah. And so I'm enjoying exploring pants right now. And it felt like a good opportunity to force everyone else to explore with me. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that there's a few things. Number one, a lot of people are intimidated by pants because uh, there's a lot of different fit issues with pants. I mean, the, yeah. the idea that you have to have something that fits you when you're standing up and sitting down is very different with a dress than it is with pants. Um, you know, there's just, you know, a lot of, a lot more fit issues with it. So there's a couple of things that you can do. First of all, making overalls is a great place to start because there's, it tends to be a lot more room in there. Um, less fit issues with that, I would think, although that can cause other problems. Um, also culottes. Seems to be yeah. a little bit less, you know, of that. But also, uh, we had Ruth, um, who is Ithaca Maven on Instagram, on episode 74, th- describing the top down center out method of pants fitting. Yeah. And so, if, if you're interested in kind of getting some, some more, doing some more work with fit and you don't really know where to start, I think that's a good, great place to start. It absolutely is. So start with the episode and then go find her on Instagram because Ruth is continually posting great content related to dialing in your fit on pants. Um, yeah. And I think it's it's worthwhile to explore. I think for most, to me, 
Okay, I'm going to take it from most and just make it for me. When I started sewing, pants felt intimidating. They feel like even a pant that describes itself as an easy pattern feels like more of a lift than, say, a shirt or a really basic dress. There's something about, I think, honestly, the crotch curve. I think it's just that thought yeah. of doing that curve that becomes really intimidating. And so if you're not a pants person, if you haven't made pants yet, this might be a good month to jump in with the rest of us and, and give it a go. Ask your questions. Tag us in them. Who knows? We might even have advice. <laughs> Probably not. Don't trust it. Um, <laughs> Um, yeah, well, I think that there is a lot of advice out there and there's also just, you know, as with anything, it's just fabric, right? I mean, you give it a go. Um, so I wanted to talk a little bit about, um, some of my favorite pants patterns that folks might want to try. My all-time most sewn pattern is the Sew House 7 free range slacks. And the great thing about that is they have an elastic waist, makes it easy to fit. Also, um, they have, there's a, there's a wide leg version that's actually even more easy to fit. It's, it seems looser even at the top. I don't, maybe it's not, I don't know, but it feels that way to me that I think that's a, that's a really great one. I really want to make the Jennifer Lauren, uh, handmade bastion culottes. And that has like, um, sailor kind of buttons in the front. Yeah. Um, and then of course I have made a couple of pairs of the closet core ginger jeans, which is a stretch kind of skinny jeans pattern. And then the closet core Mitchell trousers I've also made, and that's a nice, uh, looser look. And it has the option for making these kind of pull tie things. Um, so it doesn't have belt loops on it, but it has these, um, like, what do you call those things, Jenny? Where it's like a, a it has a, a tab that goes through a buckle thing and you can pull. Oh, I mean, I just think of them as like little side belts, but I don't know what they're called. Oh, okay. I know the ones you mean though. I think those are neat. Those to me have always been sort of that adjustable pant width. Yeah. Uh, the waist, you know, the adjustable waist. I love that. Yeah. So what, what might you do? Oh, man, I have got so much stuff coming up for this, I'm pretty sure. Um, I will start by saying I'm definitely making the Daughter Judy Isola jumpsuit that we talked about last time. Now, this is a jumpsuit that's intended to be worn with or without something underneath it. It's got a straight across front with a zip going down to however long the zip needs to go. And the back is the same thing. It's a lower cut back, but it's still intended to cover your bra and bra straps. And it's a straight across sort of a a shape on that. Um, The arms, the sides, everything about it, you could wear it as just a, a garment without something underneath it. And I've got that one cut out. My zipper finally came in. It's sitting here in a... Um, a printed linen that I got at Joanne. And I have to share about this because I went to, I went to my local Joanne, which never has anything on the clearance, like the red dot. It's all, nothing's actually really on sale super much there. It's like on sale, the amount of coupon or a regular sale would give you. It's not discount discount. So mostly I just ignore it. But this time I went around to the upholstery side because I saw something that intrigued me and started feeling up fabrics. And what I found is they get some like weird end cuts that show up 
on just a piece of cardboard as a bolt, not like a regular bolt that's three-dimensional. It's a single piece of cardboard flat with no dimension to it. And it just has a label on one end of it telling you what the fabric is, the width of it, and the cost per yard. And this was a linen upholstery fabric, but not one of those big, like the extra thick ones. This one feels like bottom weight linen upholstery fabric, 60 inches wide, which is part of how you can tell it's definitely upholstery. It's a little bit wider than even sort of clothing weight bottom weights often are, right? They they usually end a little shy of that 60, but it's nice. It looks really gorgeous. You'll definitely, when you see it, go, yeah, upholstery. But, but it looks super gorgeous. It was $7 a yard. Oh, that's awesome. I know. And they had several in different prints. And then they also had some that were cotton canvases. If you look on my Instagram feed, there's a jumpsuit I made that we can't talk about because it doesn't meet our requirements. But I color blocked it out of two different coordinating fabrics that came off of the $7 a yard upholstery pile. Wow. And so I was super excited. And that was cotton canvas. It's it's lighter weight. It washed up beautifully. It's fabulous. And I, when I washed up the linen, it washed up beautifully. I'm so excited by it. But this is what I'm going to make that Isola, Isola jumpsuit out of and then see if I love it. I want to love it. If I don't love it, I'm probably going to try and tinker with it because I know I could love it. But, <laughs> but we'll find out after this first one. The other one I'm working on is the Riley Overalls by True Bias. That's one I'm planning to make out of a bark cloth. And I'm ready to get going on it. The thing is, I'm using a less precious bark cloth because what I want to make it out of is an Ikea duvet cover, that, which sounds like it should be the less precious of the fabric. Yeah, right. Um, the, the Ikea duvet cover that I want to make it out of is fabric I've held on to for a long time. It's like a design that's no longer carried. And I want to make sure that I don't have the regrets I had with the Avenir jumpsuit, <laughs> that I don't take this precious fabric and try it out on something that turns out not to be right for me. I also have a third jumpsuit that I'm working on that unfortunately doesn't qualify, so may never bring that up again. Um, but I'm intrigued by this idea of trying to make some jeans. And it may be that I go ahead and give the Closet Core Jude jeans an attempt out of stretch. Yeah. But I may use something else for my stretch ones. The ginger jeans are ones that have been recommended to me. And I'm I'm not sure. I may go back to the Ames from Cashmerette um, because I have had really good luck with their patterns overall. Yeah. Um, I do want to recommend some others. I've made the Noise jeans for non-stretch denim by Munna and Broad. And they have videos on YouTube that are really great at walking you through the fit on those that are sort of but not quite the top-down, center-out concept. I think they're real close to it, actually, because you're trying them on pre-waistband and pinching in and putting pins to get mm -hmm. to get the sizing right. And I thought those were great. Um, the Closet Core Blanca flight suit that I just finished is another strong recommend, and I may make that one again out of something else that I like a little bit better color-wise for me and make the short pant version of it. I was thinking about putting cuffs on the pant legs if I did the short pant version. Because oh, um, I think that would be cute. The Deer and Doe Sirocco jumpsuit is a knit that I really, really like. I'm wearing one right now as we record, the first one I made. And I still wear it all the time. This is one I've owned for since the pattern was released in our in the plus sizing. I've been wearing it. The good it. thing about that too is that has, see, there's another option if you're a little concerned with fit for pants because it's knit. knit. Yeah. yeah. 
Absolutely. And it this one turned out really well for me. And I was nervous about it when they asked me to do this as they were expanding the sizing. My thought process was, well, I don't mind sewing up a thing I'll never wear. <laughs> and I have probably worn this a couple dozen times since I made it. And that doesn't count the number of times where it's just been I get home from work and slap on a Scirocco jumpsuit because because it's comfortable. It's a great thing to laze around the house in. It's it's secret pajamas, even though I wear it often as more like open pajamas, you know? <laughs> um, so I do love it for that. And then finally, the Calder pants. I am not a pants person. I, I established that pretty thoroughly. I think I may be a jumpsuit and overall person, but I'm not really a pants person. When I have to wear pants, it's either my noise jeans or it's my Calder pants by Cashmerette. Um, I have made other pants, but I have not come back to other pants. Okay. Those are things that I continually look to as like the perfect design for someone who's got a big ass and, and <laughs> a narrower waist, which is, is my shape. Now I know Calder pants and I believe Muna and Broad both design for different body shapes. The Calders are apple or pear are the choices they offer. They may have changed those names, but when I bought it, it was apple and pear. And then the Muna and Broad Noise are for two different butts, a flat butt and a shelf butt. And <laughs> I'm shelf butt, so that's what I make. But they have a flat butt version as well. And so there's some variety there because, of course, fat bodies, just like thinner bodies, come in all kinds of shapes. And yeah. so having designers who acknowledge that can be really helpful as you start your journey towards making pants that fit. That's awesome. Okay, so what should folks do if they would like to sponsor our show? Oh my gosh, send us a DM. Reach out to me, reach out to Beverly, reach out to the Punk Frockers Instagram. Send us an email to punkfrockers at gmail.com. We are excited to have you sponsor. We do have the next few months lined up, but there's always space for more opportunity to give things away to our audience of uh, listener participants in um in what we're doing here so we'd love to hear from you and if you are a listener of our show please take time to rate and review our podcast and you could join our patreon if you'd really like our show and would like to help uh -huh. us continue to make it that's absolutely true we really appreciate that we're at patreon.com slash punk frockers and we appreciate y'all. We really do. I love getting the messages that we do on Instagram. Love following along with what y'all are sewing. It's wonderful. All right, Jenny. See, See you, you next Tuesday. Tuesday. The Punk Frockers is created, produced, and edited by Beverly Baptiste and Jenny Hassler. On Instagram, you can find the podcast at Punk Frockers. You can find Jenny at J.O. Hassler and Beverly at Weeds to Wildflowers. Our artwork and music is created and performed by Jim Duran. You can find him on Instagram and his website at jimduran.art.